With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. So welcome back to the Chelsea Podcast Preview Show. I'm Chaz and I have the delightful and ever-bearded Mooch with me. <laughs> You're right, mate. You're good. Yeah, good, man. Thank you. Um, and uh, again, the excitement is building after a slightly miserable uh, roundup of what happened at the London Stadium last week. The excitement's building. We're back at the bridge on a Friday night this time and we're taking on uh, the might of Luton Town, and we're very uh, pleased to have with us today, uh, who we shall come across to in just a minute, uh, Steve, Dave and Bataro from the Oh When the Town podcast. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Yeah, no problem. Hello. Um, we'll come over to you in a second, but Mooch, um, obviously this is one that we were talking in the pod a little bit earlier, and chaps, you'll have to excuse us. We were saying this might be the one where, this could be the one where... Uh, a few of our players who have looked a little bit nervy and have taken a little bit of time to bet in, maybe this would be a game where it would be good to give them uh, a, a more more minutes on the pitch. We're talking the Madrids of this world, and um, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, it, I, I think um, I think the injuries will 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 mean that Madrid will start uh, or should start in my eyes. Um, I'd like to see him have a 90 minutes uh, sort of runabout. Um, and with all due respect, I think, you know, Luton could be a, a side that he, he might he might see a little bit more joy, especially when he's got a bit more time to sort of bed into the game instead of coming on yeah. uh, in the second half with 15, 20, 30 minutes left. Uh, so, yeah, I'm Agreed. excited. I'm excited to see that. Uh, I'm excited to, um, to see that the hopefully... The the Caicedo Enzo uh, partnership develop a bit more than it did <laughs> the second <laughs> half on on Sunday, uh, and yeah, I think uh, you know a, a home game is what's needed. Yeah, I mean, you know, it it's as we were saying in the main pod. This is something that could go either way. Obviously, you know, lots of young players, lots of injuries people still betting in a manager still betting in but we would you know I, I think and again lads no disrespect to you but it's a game where at home playing a newly promoted side we would like to be think we would like to be thinking that we were looking at a win but as we also We've said in the wrong earlier recently. pod <laughs> yeah no kidding and as we also said in the earlier pod I would absolutely take a win of any type I would take some spawny one nil, eighty ninth minute own goal at this stage, just to get 
points on the board. Um, but Mooch, do you, do you fancy us? And also, who do you think you, who else are you going to have in your starting lineup? Um, I think uh, I think the 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 back. I think keep it the same. I think Colwell. Um, uh, I think uh, Desazi will start as well. Um, it'll probably be Gusto as well. I don't think Reese is going to be back. Um, We've got many options, have we? Yeah, except and, the four and, that started. And, and Thiago Silva. I'd I'd like to think it will be um, Gallagher will probably be on the bench. It'll be Caicedo and Enzo in a, in a two-man uh, uh, midfield. Uh, and I think it will be uh, Jackson, Sterling, and Mudrick. Yeah, um, that okay, leaves one extra well, player. Well, sorry, chill, yes. chill. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. So the, the, the defense is the the the, the, yeah, the defense is the same, and uh, Gallagher out, Caicedo uh, uh, um, in, and uh, uh, Carney for for Mudrick. Yeah, I'd really like to see um, Mudrick start as well, and I think that's a possibility. Um, I suppose there's also the possibility that he might try Ian Martson or even. Um, He'll give Nani Madueke a run out. But I think uh, it would be good. I think we'd all be pleased to see uh, Mudrick start a game and see if he can get at least 60, 70 minutes under his belt and see how that uh, works out for him. Um, uh, we've already touched on the fact that, you know, injuries are are uh, have been are becoming a problem for us. And um, what do you reckon about uh, Romeo Lavia potentially starting? Um, I'm not sure. I think uh, it, it could be an option, obviously, but he's, he's, you know, he's only come in midway through last last week. Uh, and I think it might be a similar situation to the Caicedo, where he'll be on the bench. He might come on, uh, depending on on, uh, on on how the game is, is, is progressing. Um, I think, I, I don't know, I'm not at the training. Uh, I don't know how well he, he, he's, he's slotting in. And it, it, it seems to be a lot of, a lot of changes to sort of, keep having in, yeah. a, in, in, a, in a new side so I think maybe they'll yeah, be a I think bit he'll, more he'll want to be as settled as he possibly can I think yeah uh, l- so lads, lads what, what's the what's uh, what's your team looking like who's the, who's who are the danger the men that we should be we, we should be concerned about all of them <laughs> <laughs> I think from the, the creating side of things uh, we've got Ryan Giles uh, wing back uh, signed him in the summer um, he had the most uh, assists in the championship last season and, you know, pre-season and against Brighton, some really good supply that he was uh, putting in. Um, we, we've got sort of uh, two or three big uh, strikers. Obviously, we're playing any two of those three. So you can expect um, sort of a quick turnaround of the ball and quite uh, a direct sort of style and that. But th- there is some quality there. We've signed Chong in midfield from Birmingham. He's not um, afraid to put his foot on the ball, you know, pick a pass. But we're 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 hoping. Obviously, that the whole of the football world expects it to be easy, plain sailing. And you know, I think Chelsea are going to really want to do five, six, or seven. You know, for, for their own benefit. But you know, teams uh, like Luton, you know, we've got a lot of momentum, we've got a lot of togetherness, and you know, this this has snowballed over sort of the last four or five years. So. We're hoping that um, we keep a really good shape. Uh, we're really difficult to break down. And then we have to take our opportunities. You know, they're, they're few and far between. We had a couple of chances up at Brighton, which didn't quite go 
could have made the game different. It was two goals at the end that took it away from us. Yeah. But, you know, we can cause an upset. We can, uh, we've got the ability to sort of keep it close and that might unsettle the crowd. And, you know, um, I'm sure everyone's going to buy into what Poch is going to say. But as you guys have already alluded to, it's a new team. There's a whole lot of gelling to go on. So there are things that we could potentially exploit if everything goes our way. I mean, let's let's have a look at let's think about your um, your view of of how it's been coming back and how you're being perceived overall as well. Because I mean, you you touched on the Brighton game, and I thought you were I thought you were I think Brighton deserved to win, but I think that the score line was probably a little bit harsh on you. I think it was something like two one until about the eighty seventh minute, wasn't it? And um, you know, you had your, you definitely had your moments in that game. Are, are you? Do you think Luton fans are are coming into this season thinking, you know, we got, we're going to be realistic here? Most of the, most of the footballing cognoscenti are saying that you guys and Sheffield United are likely to go down. Doesn't necessarily mean it's going to happen. Of course, are you being sort of fairly? Um, uh, are you sort of taking that view that actually anything that is above? Um, 18th position is 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 a massive win or are you actually really hopeful that you're going to you know you're going to surprise a few people uh Bataro, i'll let you do this one mate oh thank you sir <laughs> that's very kind of him but no like you're right that anything out of the relegation zone for us right boys i'm sure you you have the same opinion for us we just want to stay up yeah it's a massive task we know this we're not stupid right i see like every looting fan out there we know it's gonna be a tough season but we also have a belief that there are three teams that are going to be worse than us this season. Maybe it's a bit, you know, maybe optimism. I don't know. But same time, we, we've always been the underdog. Like last season, right, we got promoted, clearly. What a start that is. I mean, <laughs> got promoted in the playoff final, right? Finished third, got promoted. And rightly so, I think. Uh, genuinely, right? No disrespect to Sheffield United. I felt we were a better team. Clearly, we wasn't on paper. But we had more about us. We had more going for us, this and that. I mean, I don't know about you, gents. You probably didn't watch a lot of us last season. We, and I don't, well, I can see why. But yeah, <laughs> obviously you're a Premier League fan. But but the same thing happened last season. Is, you know, everybody wrote Luton Town off before we kicked a ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. We, we, we know we were sixth the season before. Then we picked up this season. We finished third. We finished uh, a good 10 points in front of Coventry, who we beat in the final. Five points in front of Middlesbrough. And everybody says... Oh, the, the division must have been rubbish because Luton got up. So yeah, we know what mm. everybody thinks of us. We know that we've come up as fans and going, you know what, we're going to enjoy this 12 months, but this has saved our club. It's, it's yeah. making sure that going forward, we're really good. And, you know, we have a hashtag that says teams like Luton because every time we, we went out, you know, we should be beating yeah. teams like Luton. We every should be doing week. this to teams <laughs> like Luton. I hope, I hope we're not saying uh, I hope we're not hashtag. <laughs> not, <laughs> hashtag uh, in that you, so if you ruin my weekend, party. lads, I'm going to be yeah. <laughs> I'd love to, to be I would love to ruin your weekend. But, you know, we just said on, on our own podcast earlier, um, we can't compete with teams like Chelsea, teams like Liverpool and Manchester United and Newcastle because of the money they spent. You guys have spent nearly £1 billion. And yep. we've spent... We spent twenty million, and we're happy with that. And that's massive. For us and we were just, well. we were just making the point earlier that the difference between a million and a billion people don't really get. <laughs> and a million seconds. Yes, I've heard this stat. 
Yeah. A million seconds is 12 days. A billion seconds is 32 years. How the hell can we compete against you guys? So we're hoping we come and give you a game and, uh, you know. Yeah, what I it, feel is, like... But I feel not- like it's going to take 32 years for that money to kick in, though, and it all to come right, mate. So you could still end up going, you know, money doesn't necessarily buy your happiness, as we've discovered. However, I, I absolutely take your point. And, yeah. you know, for those reasons, you know, we we should be beating you. But as we all know in football, that doesn't always that doesn't always follow. But do you feel like you've hit the ground running? I appreciate, obviously, you that first it was a it was a first week defeat. But. Do you feel like there's enough about the side? You've also had, the, of course, because of the ground issues, that's meant you haven't had your game in the middle, which I don't know if that's going to work in your favour or against you. What do you think? Well, we've actually uh, disagreed about this on the pod that we've just done. Uh, Mataro thinks it's a benefit because of injuries and maybe a bit more time on the training ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally see it as a hindrance because they'll be stewing for much longer over that result, wanting to get it out of their system. Um it was a 2-1 game until the, the, the last sort of seven or eight minutes, something like that. And then yeah. a couple of howlers, really, really tired because, you know, the, the level of fitness and the pace is up another notch, which we've got to acclimatise to and, and get used to. And Brighton wouldn't have been one of the games that we would have uh, earmarked as getting points from, you know. Sure. And um, I, I think that there's there's been a, a stat that one of the Sky guys put out that um, – Luton had um, something like 30 odd touches in the final third and so many in the penalty area. And none of the bottom six last season got anywhere near that uh, against Brighton last season. However, with that, you've got to make it count. You know, Mm. we've got to be so much more ruthless. Um, So to me, it's a hindrance. Um, The the, the ground for me, it was all, there was always going to be a delay. Um, Apparently, from what I've been told, Luton, the Premier League and Burnley all agreed for it to be postponed rather than do a, re- a reverse of the fixture. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a great first one for us. Uh, we've got Wet West Ham uh, next next Friday evening, so that's a, a a great great one. That's on telly, so that'd be a great Kenworth Road experience. So we're we're buzzing for that. Um, to me, it's been a hindrance, but yeah, you know, they're just going to want to get a few games under their belt. It's been stop start, so they're going to want to run a games to get in at the flow of it. Do you feel that um, once it's sorted, Kenilworth Road is going to be where you are going to be taking most of your points? I mean, that's probably a silly question. I mean, what sort of a was it a fortress for you last year? I know last time you were in the Premier League. Funny enough, I was looking back at stats today, and last time you were in the Premier League. Your home form was actually really good. Um, uh, and obviously, we're talking about a very long time ago now. In fact, I think it was probably still League Division 1, wasn't it? Yeah, but, yeah um, it was the last season. But it was great to see before it, yeah. But it was, you know, <laughs> Kenilworth, Road, Kenilworth Road, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, a tight ground. It's a difficult ground for, it's going to be a difficult ground, I think, for clubs who want to come and play a lot of expansive football to play on. The, the crowd are going to be right in, in people's faces. Um, that's obviously going to be one of your strengths this year, I'd have thought. I mean, to be fair, I'd love to give one to you to Dave. I know Dave's been going for a lot longer than I have, obviously, as you can tell by the wrinkles in his face. He's experienced of Kenilworth Road. So I think I should give this one to Dave. Um, Go on, Dave. The Kenilworth Road experience, if you haven't done it, is brilliant. Um, as an away supporter, you get a shit view. 
Uh, <laughs> without a shadow of a doubt. And do you know what? That's swear. Uh, sorry, yeah. yeah, yeah. That view you is going to that view is going to get worse unless when you get tickets allocated to you guys, you can get in the bobber's stand. You'll have you'll have no bars in your way or nothing like that. But however, um, the noise that we've experienced over the last few months, seasons has been amazing. I, I look at the Watford game at home and I thought it couldn't get any better. And then we had Sunderland at home in the playoff semi-finals, and I've never heard that stadium so loud in all my life. Mm. Now, I don't think professional footballers should be put off by a bunch of us lads standing on the side shouting them. But you know, it really does affect mm. it. Really does affect the game, don't you think, Steve? Well, yeah. I mean, um, we had Sunderland in the uh, playoff semi-final, and you know they came to us with a two-one lead, and they just they couldn't cope with the intensity that the you know the players the pressure they put them on but also the the, the fans as well i mean it was absolutely relentless do you, you know? think that's the fans or is that just the players coming to luton no. This is football stadium. <laughs> they play football, right? These, you, you guys are paid millions and millions of pounds to play football. There's no way they should come to a stadium and be frightened to play football. No. If they're good at it, they should play it and they should... They yeah, should but Dave, easy. But no. Dave, they've not been used to coming to Kenworth Road. That's, yeah, that's the difference, mate. What's the difference? It, it is a, it's a no, beautiful no, place. Because, no, I, I disagree with you here just for a little bit. They come onto a pitch. The pitch might be slightly not as wide as, as Stamford Bridge. It might be not as long as Stamford Bridge. And the, the facilities where they get changed and where yeah. you know when they do their warm ups are not as good. But once you're on that pitch, it's a pitch. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I I, I don't think there's anyone uh, there'll be anyone listening who thinks that we, who th- feel like we should use that as any sort of excuse. And I hope it won't go that way. But I mean, let's talk a bit more about the game on Friday, which obviously is at the Bridge. Is yeah. there anyone in our team? I mean, who who? Who worries you in our team? I'd like to, I'd, you know, you say this to a lot of people and they say, well, all of them. But I mean, is there anyone who's particularly stood out for you so far this season? I mean, to be fair, like, what I'll go back to right the other day was against West Ham. Sterling, for me, he looked like a different player the other day. Oh, nothing really came to, you know, to fruition with him, whatever, but it, it is what it is. But this guy looks like he's been on the training pitch probably about six hours more a week or whatever, you know, strength training, this and that. I don't know. I don't know if you agree, boys, because he looked phenomenal the other day. More, more like his old tail. Yeah. He looked like he, a fresh kid, yeah, fresh again, yeah. We well, had we a bit of a about- disagreement about this. I mean, you, I thought he was the best of a bad bunch. I don't think it was uh, a, a standout performance, but it was the best from, from, from our team. Um, I, I've got high hopes for Sterling. I hope he can, uh, he, he can sort of bed in better and start getting a few more goals. Um, but, you know, I, I wasn't as as enamoured by, by Sunday as, as some of the... I think you've got a manager, though, now that's capable of getting the best out of him. Yeah, okay. I agree. I agree. I think him and Poch, uh, him and... Uh, uh, and um, uh, what's the name from City? Obviously, similar styles of play. And if, if we can get uh, Sterling sort of coming in at the back post, getting more of those tap-ins and, and being more involved around the goal. That's what, what I'd like to see rather than him sort of losing the ball. <laughs> I think he played with purpose and confidence and that's something that you could really not say about pretty it's much any of his performances not, last um, year. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, um, jump in there, mate. Sorry, go on. Yeah, sorry. No, not at all. I, mean, I just think he's he showed signs and, and I think you're absolutely right, Batara. I think he's, um, I mean, he's already talked this season about uh, feeling a lot fitter, changing his diet, all of that kind of thing. But he he played with a, a lot more 
purpose and seemingly desire and a lot, and what seemed like confidence. Um, and, you know, we know, we all know the player he can be. He still yeah. should be. He's still, you know, he's not, he's not an old man. Um, I, I, I can see him, I can see him being a threat. We talked about the possibility at, at the beginning of this, of this preview, but also about, uh, also in the, in our main pod about, um, the possibility of, uh, Mudrick starting. Mm-hmm. Um, is he something that's someone who's come across your radar much? See, I'll be honest, I was a massive fan of Mudrick when he's at Shakhtar. Mm. Uh, and uh, obviously, I know he's linked with a lot of European clubs, watching the Champions League. I think he absolutely ruined Real Madrid maybe three years ago. I'll never forget mm-hmm. that performance. And, um, but no, this guy is frightening. I mean, I watched the Euro under-21s as well. So he, yeah. he, he can play for the first, I think it was three games, the under-21s. And all of a sudden, he's played two games, not even two completed games. And he's got, I think, a goal and two assists or something like yeah. that. But we know, I, I know how good this guy can be. And I sat, I sat in a pub actually with my friends on Sunday and I went, do you know what? I said, they were saying, oh, Mudrick's shite, he's this, he's that. And I went, no, no, no. I said, this guy will come good. Look at the amount of plays it's taking time to do this and do that. Yeah, the, the price tag, like I say, is ridiculous. That's the Premier League for you, isn't it? We, you all know this. Yeah. You've been, you've been watching it a long time now. Probably not as much as we do, and especially me anyway. I like a gamble, but anyway, whatever. But, um, <laughs> but no, look, I mean... But Mudrick's unreal, though. He is an unreal player on his day. It's nice to hear that, because I think, you know, his time... It's it's really nice to hear that, because his time, I think, could come. And, and we were saying, I think if you give him... You know, if you give him a run of games and say to him, look, look mate, you're going to play. You're going to play every game. And relax because you don't you know we're not you know we're all in a part of a new thing here and you just go and play your football I think he could he's got the ability to really come good and as we had said before and Mooch and I had said before he looked there were moments in in pre-season where he looked full of confidence and like he could really be an asset to us and a real threat and I really hope he gets that that start because as I say he's, he's coming on with 20, 25 minutes to go and he's not really being given enough time to to kind of bed in properly to games. But if he does start, yeah. I, you know, I think he's a real threat for us. Gen- I agree. Like I said, I generally think he's your, probably your, not, I won't say your best attacking sort of like threat, but he, you know. Potential. Potential to be. He one will be. For me, he will be. Yeah, this I, is just making me really depressed. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not been up against us on Friday. We know it's Dave. Don't yeah, worry about him. This is making me well, really, really depressed. Well, to, well, to, to, to put it back into perspective, to put it back into perspective, he's looked a bit of a shell of a player for us for the last mm-hmm. two games, and he's come on, uh, you know, in, in in the middle of the second half uh, with a lot to do and hasn't stepped up. So, uh, and and you know, th- this is the exact sort of team. Uh, and the exact sort of situation where Chelsea love to, uh, you know, uh, fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're fully expecting Chelsea to be going sort of full tilt from from the start, trying to get a, a couple of early ones. But, you know, if we can sort of see out the first 20, 25 and, you know, sort of an, an, annoy the plans that you've got, then, you know, you know, the, the uncertainty can creep in yeah. and then maybe we can uh, capitalise on Listen, Steve, we're under no illusions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This is a difficult fixture for us. Um, despite, you know, where you guys finished last season, how you played last season, it's this is a difficult fixture for us. If we get anything out of it, it'll be, it'll yeah. be welcome. Yeah, and I, I know the teams are hellishly different from last season, but, you know, we, we take a little bit of heart from the FA Cup game last season. You know, it was 3-2 yeah. to you guys, but I think you got the winner quite late on and we went 2-1 up. You know, 
toe-to-toe, one-off games, Luton are very, very capable of, of mixing it and holding their own. Yeah, that's it. OK, well, let's, let's, um, let's cut straight to the heart of the matter then. And uh, whether it's your, with your heart or your head, let's hear your predictions, chaps. Oh, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> he never, he never, Come on, have the courage of your convictions. You can, you can do a heart and a head one. OK, my heart says one-all and my head says a one-all draw. Say <laughs> <laughs> very much a good night. Yeah. <laughs> but Tara, how about you, mate? I'll just give you one because I don't know where my heart is or my head. So, you know, I'll give you a. Uh, <laughs> you're going to laugh. 1 0 Luton. <laughs> <laughs> well, mate, we all predicted a Chelsea to beat West Ham. So, you know. <laughs> um, I think. Yeah, West Ham um, are not good, are they? Let's be fair. Yeah. <laughs> don't rub it in, mate. Come on. And, sir. What about you? Um, look, I generally don't do the prediction thing because I know that my heart says I want Luton to win. Fair enough. So I'll take any score of Luton win. But realistic for me, I think that um, we might be walking away with our heads down a little bit and we might lose 3 0. I'd love that. I'm not sure <laughs> we've got. <laughs> I'm, not sure, I, I'm not sure the goal threat is there, but if we do get an early goal, then the floodgates could open. And mm. that it, it's, it's going to be. Uh, either a really cagey game or 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 or, or, or a, a bit of a a whitewash. Uh, it's intriguing, though, isn't it? The the unknown aspect, you know, a new team coming into the division. It's 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 good. We wonder how it's going to go. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and in you know, to all intents and purposes, this is a game that we would like to think that we would be winning. But again, we said that even about West Ham, which is an odd thing to say because we haven't had we haven't had a great run of results at the London Stadium. But this one at home and with a new team, um, a, a, you know, a team that's very very new to uh, playing in the Premier League, um, and has had a week off. I mean, my my head says I'll take any sort of victory, and I think and I think you guys could score, but I will predict three one. To the Chelsea. Okay. Sorry, Jen. Uh, quick question: Is Reese James still out injured? He is. is. I think he is. Yeah, I don't think it's. He's so, out for a few weeks, but we don't know what a few weeks is. Yeah. Yeah. So, just to all the Chelsea fans, there, uh, Batara did a little bit of a fist pump. I think. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you got to take. You know, you got to take these. You got to take these things where you can, can't you? you yeah, the guys aren't real, mate. We know this. We're not, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not stupid. The guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, tremendous player and he's a big loss, definitely. And, you know, also, uh, we won't go too deeply into it, but Carney Chukwemeka, who started the season really well, is also out. Um, but, you know, there are lots of other p- players who are fit and hopefully everything can come together for us. Gents, it, it's been, um, it's sorry, been no, a pleasure. Go on. Oh, go. Sorry, I'm, I'm just jumping in now. A quick question. Noni Madweka as well. Is he, is he fit? He's fit. Um, whether or not he'll start, he had a, he had, he didn't, um, play against Liverpool. He had um, twenty odd minutes, I think, against mm. West Ham. Showed some little touches. Showed some little flashes. Obviously, ended the season oh. last season very well. So I would imagine he'll get some game time. Whether or not he'll actually start is another thing entirely. Yeah. Right, lads. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, it's been a pleasure having you. I hope that wasn't too, uh, all too brief. But uh, <laughs> it's lovely to meet you. And in other circumstances, I'd wish you all the best. <laughs> but, uh, I wish you all the best for the season. How about? Yeah, yeah, that's and a nice way. <laughs> would love you. To, would love you to make it uh, to the end of the season and um, uh, with the at least with the hope of staying up. Well, so then we only need three teams worse than us, yeah. and Everton could be two of them. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, so I don't think there'll be too many tears shed here. Uh, exactly. All right, brilliant lads. That's much appreciated. Well, you're welcome. Enjoy the game, everybody, and uh, all the best. And we'll speak to you again very soon. Nice one. So, well done. Cheers, boys. See well ya. If you want to advertise on or sponsor this show, check us out at playbackmedia.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.